0: Starts with my dad. My my dad put me on. The, so my dad's capoeira master. So capoeira is Brazilian martial arts. So I started, started pretty young. I started when I was six years old, and from there I was just getting into into and, and then when it's like fourteen years old, they said to my dad like I was I love the capoeira thing, but I want something more, a little bit more aggressive, more contacts and stuff. Sure. And then boxing thing, and then I loved box, and then BJJ, and then I said to him, I said to him that wasn't enough, and then he brought me to Muay Thai. When I see the Muay Thai, I just truly straight away fall in love with Muay Thai, and then never stopped. And then my Muay Thai coach said to me, "Oh man, it's there's something's going on. It's called MMA, so it's everything together. I think you would like it." And then that's it. And then never left,
1: you know. Oh, good. Um, so I mean, there's because a lot of people there's uh reasons to why they get into the sport. I mean, there wasn't anything like they may say as i bizarre as asking. There's nothing like traumatic, or it's just you when you tried it for the first time, second, and third time, the few, the few first times, or several times. You just you liked it. You immediately got a you got hooked.
0: Uh, oh absolutely mm, absolutely yeah it's it's the same thing that when you bring somebody to try to play soccer for the first time they love it you know and the martial arts for me was something special because uh, i'm always was a quiet person even my mom my my mom wouldn't expect me to become a fighter and you know. my mom's like that's not for you this is not the kind of person you are but it's kind of just the discipline thing. The discipline in, in martial arts was absolutely amazing because I I never was looking for fights in the streets, but I'm always, when I got fight in the street, I want to fight. I never want to leave. I just want to keep continuing and finish the fights in the street. And then when I become truly for martial arts, I just kind of like forget about fighting the streets and then doing things just for like a lifestyle for me you know, and and it just just got into me, and then um, about 11 years ago, something happened in my family, my little brother, I lost my little brother, and then I tried just to stop, and I "I didn't want to do no more, and then, like, my dad just came to me and said, that's it, your brother wanted you to be, he wanted to be like you, he wanted to be a fighter, he wants to do this, you stop it right now it won't make him happy whatever where he is right now so since then i just decide just to put my head into the game and and like it now if, if i'm not trying if i'm not fighting i'm feeling guilty because i'm not continuing what i have to be doing you know
1: okay. no that's uh so it's kind of like you feel like you've got like this is something that you had to do because you're making your younger sibling proud despite what happened uh, all those years ago.
0: Exactly, exactly. It, it's Most of the people don't know that, but it's it's, it's kind of like the way I feel on the freedom, you know, friend of something that, that happened in the past and just make me become somebody that is always happy to what I do because every single time I'm going to fight, I'm always get and work to the cage. I'm dancing, I'm a singer, I'm smiling when I'm fighting, I'm always having fun there, you know. And and for me, it's it's like too many people just want to be want to be a fighter, want to be the best in the world. I don't want to be the best in the world. I want to be the best for myself, my people. It's my family. You know, my family loves to see me happy do what I do. They know is the dangers what we go through, where we put our body into the game so yeah. the hurt and everything, but it, it's for me, is the most amazing thing I could ever do, you know, because it's as said, like I'm a free man inside the cage. You know, I, I never, I never go with the mentality to try to kill somebody there or to try to do this the way people think. And I just every, every single time before my fight, they come and say, John, you open five minutes. I put my knees on the floor. I pray to God so nobody get hurt you know, getting there, do what I have to do. Everybody just come safe and go home safe after that. You know, I'm always praying for myself and pray pray for everybody who is there inside that cage because it's not easy game, you know. Everybody does have a family after this. Everybody does have a life after this. Everybody needs to go home and maybe the next day go to work or something, you know, because for me, I, I do. I do for freedom. I do for love. And then I... I'm sure 100% whoever's been there with me do the same, you know, but the mentality about to hurt somebody very bad. Like, I don't have that mentality. I just want to go there, feeling the moment, feeling free, put on the show, get a great performance and get out of there safe. That's how I would like to do.
1: Very interesting that you say that because I think, David, you remember a few days ago were talking about a particular faster, Sean Strickland, and... He actually said, "Um, in one of his um, in one of the interviews, that like he actually, when he's in the cage, there, he he wants to kill someone, and <laughs> that was really crazy. That was very bizarre. And I mean, what do you think about that? Because that's John Strickland, and I, I can't say that for every all the people in combat sports, especially at mixed martial arts. But there are some us who I, I would assume, I think, do have that mentality. I mean, what do you?" Think of that statement that that he made.
0: It's, it's it's a it's a for me. It I don't think it is a professional mentality. You know, I don't mm. think it's a mentality for somebody who's actually should have the opportunity to open a mouth to say something like that. Because in the end of the day, as myself, I I grow up watching martial arts. You know, so you have kids there watching you. You have kids behind you. You have teenagers behind you. Like in my gym, I have like. 14, 13 years old who's all the time is come through the door and they're looking at me, they think I'm a different person and they're like, oh my God, I want to have the same skills than you have. No, I don't want that person looking at me, think I'm a killer. I want that person looking at me, say he's a good fighter. He's actually put on the show, you know, because like today... MMA or any combat sports today is open up, up. Like you just need to turn around the telly or go on the website and watch it. And, and then I love to go to shows, MMA shows, Muay Thai show, boxing show, and see 10 years old or like kids, a teenager watching, because who knows? That kid sometimes maybe going to be, the next one's going to be there. And then I going to be the one's going to be sitting down watching that kid, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a mentality that like I mean, we try to make the sport as the best way they can because out of there is too too many people think it's too much violence and in, into this sport. And we don't want that. We don't want people to think that. We don't want nobody going there to get hurt. As I said, like like I I pray for everybody. I respect everyone who got inside the square or inside the cage with me. I respect them so much. I'm not talking nothing bad about them. I'm not wishing anything bad about them. I wish them a good training camp, a good weight cut, and a good fight. Because it's a sport like two people inside to put on the show. It's not just depend of me. I depend my opponents as well to come and bring the fight to make whoever pay the ticket to enjoy the fight. And for me, that's what's matter to so people just being thinking, I don't know, maybe two three years time after the fight say, oh my God, like I wasn't that guy fight, that guy put up. A- amazing show and you know so it's it's what it is what it is it's just mentality to go i'm gonna kill this person i'm gonna hurt this person it's it's i call it empty head people you know what i mean because it's it's not it's not not it's not nice to hear something like that you know yeah no i know what you mean uh david
2: yeah no first of all i'd like to just to, to say sorry about your brother um it's my- and and, uh, yeah, because I noticed you actually have a tattoo of him on your back. Is that, am I be right in saying that? I've noticed that from one of your fights, because I, I looked into you a lot coming up to, even before I, I asked you to come in, you, obviously you've known what I've been doing, and I've been looking into my ass, and you were one of the names that came across. You're very, very exciting. Very exciting. Would I be right to say none of your fights have gone to a decision?
0: No, 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 no. None of my fights gone to a decision now. I think it's only one white eye fight went to decision. I fought against at the moment number 1 75 kilos Muay Thai fighter in the country it was the only only guy I went for three rounds like and I don't know like how this went because both of us was tired and we just tried to finish like as soon as possible but like we just keep carrying on you know um it's 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 what it's what it is you know it's just the scales thing as I just uh, as I said like I I like to match it up with people that I don't want to like I want to fight to come in and like it like like it's my last fight, like Andreas came in, he's coming for fight, like and then I love it that know I enjoy every single moment in that fight, you know, and and like a previous fight was exactly the same. They also come and like to try to put on the show and I just don't I don't like the boring moments, you know. What I mean, I give my out. I don't care if I if if I'm gonna get knocked out, or if I'm gonna get this, or if I'm gonna knock him out, I just wanna just come there and I just have seen people shout. and then it's like, wow, that was great, you know. And remember, as I said, they've just been thinking that was a great fighter, there's a great athlete. So that's what that's my, my goal and this, you know. I'm 21 years old and and like I hopefully hoping God I have much to do and like I just wanna keep doing what I do, like, you know.
2: Yeah, actually, you mentioned the last that last fight you had was like unbelievable because Andrews hadn't really been tested with like controversy. He he kind of steamrolled everyone before him, but like you hit him with some elbows, and there's one point he drops to the ground, and you're thinking this is over. That kid is tough to get back up.
0: I I tell you, that it it it's very it's a very interesting because I. Every single time, you know, I still, I still go back and I fight, and then I normally do when I'm done, I'm done and just move to the next one. And um, I, I was in the moment I was fighting. I was talking to myself every single time. John, slow down. You're doing something wrong. Or what's wrong? Why this guy don't going down? Why this guy still Mm -hmm. coming up? Like still going, you know? And and then I like to entertain my fights. I like to, to go, go, finish and finish. And and then I think that's what that was, I think that was the key to brought, brought the fight to end the way the, way the fights did because it's like I I punished too many people and then some people just stay there, don't move. And then I was punishing him and then he was keep coming and giving me, still giving me hard punches, like heavy punches because he's strong. And it take me down, and and then it was like it was like a dude like you need to stop. And then after the, the first round, I sit down. I spoke to my coach, and then said to my coach, "I'm doing all right." And my coach was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You enjoying the fight?" He's like, "Yeah." You're gonna knock him out, but didn't happen. I gave him that. He's a tough kid. It's absolutely tough kid. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's it's just he took the best out of me. He's actually dead. He talks the best out of me because it's airbos once my best shot, you know i I drop in people in a lot with elbows, and it's like he's the only guy on this planet who stands up on my elbows didn't they all connected perfect, and then I tell you, two days after the fight, I couldn't move my abs like I was too fast on my on my elbows because it was hot it was very hot my elbow was. And then, like, I was sad. like, dude, like, you deserve it. And even after the fight, I spoke to him and said, like, dude, look, nobody ever shows so much heart the way you did. And then I'm sure 100% your future is going to be amazing. Just continue to do what you're doing. Take care of this and take care of yourself. And look, you're the better man tonight. So I'm actually happy for him, you know. And then I wish I the best for him. He's a nice dude, you know what I mean? doesn't matter what's talk or what's ha- happening between the training camp and everything. He's amazing, amazing guy. He's a good sore, you know? Like, I, I kind of, like, to respect him for that and I give him that.
2: Yeah, no, it was. There was a great show of respect on both sides, even from him on your part. But that's what I love about martial arts is like I'll bring back what uh, uh, Ike said about Sean Sickman saying about killing someone. That's not a martial arts mindset. That's, a, like you said, an empty head mindset. Martial arts is all about discipline, humbleness, respect. Like, And that's what you showed after the fight. And that's what I love. And that's what that the event I went to recently was the same. I wanted to ask you as well. You're, you're living in Ireland,
0: yes? Yeah, yeah, I'm a living in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what brought you to
2: Ireland? Was it when you were younger or?
0: Well, I came to Ireland, it was a... Eight almost eight years ago. It's going to be eight years in January now. And I honestly come over here to try to learn English because I had no English when I come over here. And then the fact was a small country. MMA here was getting big because I, I, every single time before I came over, I was kind of like looking for gyms and training and stuff. And then uh, I got over here when I got here, I just went to the gym and then the first thing they were asking me to do was fight K1. I fought K1 for the first time, man. And I stopped the guy in the first round. And then the coach was like, Wow, I like what I see. And then I keep a fight K1, K1, and then sorry, and then I asked to fight MMA, and then he's like, Okay, okay, you're gonna fight MMA. So then they gave to me fights and first fight MMA fight here was James Gallagher, an amateur? Yeah.
2: I know him, As, yeah. Very well known. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I fought I fought James Gallagher and then everybody was saying to me, Oh my god, like he's he he's this, he's a that, he's a this, he's a that. Like for me, I don't get into my head because it's like we see when the case when the door was just closed, you know. What I mean, when the referee say you're ready, you're ready, then I feel in the mind there, you know. So then I fought him. Uh, I just, I can't, same thing. He just tried to look for takedowns and stuff. I just keep striking him. And after that fight, James, I think he took two months out of everything because I actually literally injured him very bad. And then he stuck stuck my foot. He's actually submission me with some footlock that wasn't legal for amateur MMA. So... They gave it whatever they ended the fight to say. And then too many people, well, oh, this for amateur wasn't, it's not, legal. it's not legal. So I said, look, it's done anyway. Let's move on. And then I fought some guy from Iceland. I stopped in the second round. It was a trend with Gunnar Nelson, whatever he was. And then I asked for gems again. And then I never had the opportunity, you know.
2: No, um, I actually watched that when I was doing the the video for you. I actually watched that. You put it on him. And it was it was the third round, wasn't it? That he got you. Yeah. Was it the third round? Yeah, because you could just see him. You were putting it on him. You were chasing him around the ring, uh, around mm. the cage, uh, putting it on him. And then he got he got that in the in the last round. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah I watched that and now he you see the heights he's gone to. Obviously he did he obviously didn't want to run that back with you. He no. Didn't, he did. He didn't like being in there.
0: <laughs> no. No. So it's 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 another guy who's actually said as well he's gonna do really good and look where he is right now. You know, in fairness, he he he's where he is because he, he's working hard. This young kid and getting there, and, and it's just uh, it's just kind of that kind of the thing, you know. Like everybody sends me, oh man, you can't go, you can't go far, you can't go doing this, you can't doing this, you can't doing that. But like I'm. I'm always trying to look for somebody who's actually kind of give me something. You know, I get I got so much opportunity to fight people that I never had before. I got so much opportunity to fight somebody who's a starting career, or as people say, easy fight. And I always said to my coach and my manager at the same time, I don't want to get easy fights because, look, whatever the future is going to be for me, it's going to be, like, I want to just fight. I just want to fight anyone anywhere anytime we just put on for fight give me time i get ready i'm gonna fight so i fought the best k1s and muay thai fights in this country i didn't get one easy fight every single guy i fought muay thai in this country they all hanked they are number one number two in the country every guy i fought k1 paul norton um alex hackmore uh King Hogan, they all have a big names in the country. You know, it's, it's guys that like never come from me, easy names. And then like MMA is still exactly the same. I asked if I for oh okay for James Gallagher, for Pedro Cavalli. It's just guys that I need I need to I need I need to go there and then making sure like the fight's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a fire. You know, so that's that's what I like to do. Um I went to I fought in China I fought one of the Prospect in China, um, call it Shai Xin. He, I think, he is now in BFL. So they offered me complete, loads of different guys, and I said, "Now give me the best you have in there." And then I fought him, um. and then I fought some K1 guy with, I think, it was an 84 fight, and then was a well-known striker, you know. So like, for me, for me, what to make sense, you know what I mean? As I said, is it it's when you lose your draw, the fight needs to go long and it's needs to bring the fire. So it's guys, it's, it's, that, it's guys there, like a clan war is always, they, they never offer me a guy they don't know. They always offer me guys that they know is going to bring a fight. And then people say, oh, what about Andreas? I, I said, I said, yes, it's away," away, You know, because I said, like, nah, this kid's going to bring the fire. Like, I won't fight him. I'm like, coach, like, oh, John, slow down. We have a future for you. We have things planned for you. I said, no, I won't fight him. Like, I I want him. And my coach was like, okay, if you want it, let's do it. Let's go, you know? So that's what makes sense for me, you know? It's it's fight somebody who who kind of put on the show with me. As I said, there's two people inside the cage, you know? So it's two people, need the two people to put on the show, so it's it's for me what to do because in the end of the day man I'm not doing this for money you know what I mean I don't do this for money because like it, I I start I start I started without money I was happy and I'm still fighting without money I'm still happy to what I'm doing and I'm scared of, uh, I'm scared and I and I also I don't want to think about too much money because I just want money to survive, to pay my bills and keep it on what I'm doing. And now I have enough money to pay my coach. I have enough money to, to keep it on my life. And t- that's what I'm happy to do, what to do. Uh, I don't want to sell so my bank account save millions and millions and millions because money, money not going to bring you happiness, man. Money not going to do it. in army. Whoever have lost the money, they are not happy. They always get in trouble. I always drive them, has to do something wrong. I just, I just want to be be where I want to be, you know. It's like things working perfect. So hopefully the end of the year or the next year, early the next year, we're going to get big fights coming up. So it's like my coach working hard, hard on this, you know. People say like, John, you need to three, four, five wins on the road to be in the UFC. I was, I was like, okay, so what's the point? I can't fight UFC, but also I can't fight and any show in the world and you see the atmosphere. is the same thing. It's the same quality. It's the same. The best fighters ever is out of UFC. It's out of belato There's loads of big talents out of there. You know? And what's the point you try to build an athlete to say, I'm going to give you thing easy fights, thing easy wins, and then you go to belato don't last for two or three fights.
1: I mean, I, I get what you say about the... Um the money aspect, that that doesn't excite you, doesn't um, it doesn't compel you to get ready for the next roster, to look for the next best fight. Um, but I mean, after taking all of that abuse in the cage in front of all of the, the fight fans in the, in the venue and outside of the venue worldwide, um, after taking all of that abuse and all the preparations, mating, making weight, cutting weight, you know, and all of the um, training, extreme training that you have to do, the money doesn't yeah. excite you one bit. So, I mean, you have to, because naturally, I mean, I'm playing, kind of playing devil's advocate. Somehow, wouldn't you want some sort of compensation for all of the hard work, the, the hard but, work and graft you put but, in?
0: Yeah, but but that's what I said, you know what I mean? I just, I just want to have enough money to pay my bills, you know, to, be, to pay my bills, to keep it the one I'm doing. And, and like thanks God for like, thanks God, like everything we were doing is working perfect. You know, it's, it's like, it's covering my training, covering my food, Mm -hmm. covering my life. So it's, it's, it's what it is. It's like, like, as I said, like money, 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 money. You need money to be in this sport. Don't, don't think that you don't need money. You need money to be in a sport. You need money for food. You need money for training. You need money for travel, you know? you need that you need that and like i want that but as i said like i i don't want to open my bank i can't say millions and millions and millions and say like oh my god like look at this look at this because it's like what can i say how can i get explain myself as better like i know myself i'm always like to be out of my comfort zone to be where i want to be okay so um if if you say this guy put on the work, put on and then he have lost the money, he's not gonna never gonna be fighting the same guy at the same fire because it's always like there's losing even the guys I met I don't love the word, and all over the world, it's just looking at me and say, Oh man, I don't care when you lose your draw, I just want to see the paycheck in my bank account. You know, and then you just well, fair enough, you know. So I I man I manage everything's okay. I manage everything perfect. So like my manager comes to me and say, look, this is how much they're gonna pay us. This is how much you're gonna need to for your training camp. This is how much it, okay, so this is gonna cover it, yeah. It's gonna be a little bit more after this. Yes, okay, let's do it. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's like like you guys are gonna say something to you, you guys even gonna be thinking right now, whoa. It's fight money, it's not even a cover halfway of your training camp. Wow, okay, so fight money don't even a cover halfway of your, your, your training camp. So then, what you have to do is you need the responses to be behind you to cover every single expense that you have. The responses. It's what pay the athletes to be there getting waited for three months' fight, three months' training camp, sorry, to be waiting for one fight. I'd give you that. Um, I was I in Sweden training. I met this guy, he's a FC fighter. And um, he's came to me, okay? And he's came to me, he's like, Brother, look, this is a company. I'm in this because I'm sure 100% I got three fights during the year. But I still do not make money, and then I look at him and say like, but bro, everybody wants to be there. Everybody thinking that no, you need to be a top five, top fiver, top five for in the world, and also you need to be the superstar man inside in this company to you to make the money, and then you see loads of WFC fires say they don't get paid enough oh, they just want more money, they want to do this, they want to do that. So I literally was training with UFC fighter. I know UFC fighter, like from my from my country, who said to me, Jan, I'm making more money now, fighting for this company than when I was fighting for UFC because I have a responses behind me. I kind of showed them company names on the telly, on the social media and everything. So it's, it's a thing that, of course, everybody wants to be OFC. I want to be in Bellator. I want to be PFL. I want to be in the big company. Of course, I want to be because the best fighters are there. The best fighters in the world are in those companies. They are in the big companies. They're looking for excited fighters. They're looking for best fighters in the country. They are there. If you want a good fight, if you want to be doing the best, consider yourself one of the best you get into the big company and show the work because you're fighting the best athletes in the world. But like, as I had, not just from one people, but for a lot of them, it's like, you need the support. Like I I fought, I fought in China as a show called um, <clears throat> um, Man, is a big company in China. I fought for them three times one of the biggest companies in China right now. Okay. So they just pay me three thousand dollars for one fight. You're joking? I'm no joking. They just pay me three thousand dollars for one fight to fight one of the best in the country.
2: Wow and that's a bit like that's a big company in China and that's
0: and big company for in China. And Guys, you won't be even. You're gonna be mad about this because it's the like the place I fought was in Beijing. The first time I fought in Beijing in the Olympic staging for forty-five thousand people. Wow! You fought in front of forty-five thousand people. Forty-five thousand people, and then after your fight, they shake your hand. Thanks so much. You amazing. Maybe we see you again. And then after one week, you see the paycheck. It's like, as I said, like, you know what I mean?
1: Don't they, before you fight, before you agree to fight, and before you agree to the contract, do they not, aren't you told what the salary is going to be? Yeah,
0: because to see, the way, when they come to you, it's as I said, okay, so when, when you go, when you go sign for the company, the first thing you look at is, where this company to going to bring you after this. Because that's what they all say, where this guy fought, this guy fought here, this guy fought there. It's to help you go to the next level. And then they come to you to say, look, we give you, that's what the the agreement they give. We give you 2,000 to step up, to get into the cage, to take the fight. Also, we give you, $500 500, uh, $500 to you just to carry the shorts from them company to fight it to them company shorts. And they give you 500 bonus or $500 bonus. It's dependent for you to say yes or no.
1: Most look, I don't know everything about the fight game, but come on. Again, I could go back to the question I said before for all when I was asked about the money, that money doesn't excite you. For all of the abuse, going to suffer in the cage, there, all of the preparation, the cutting, the making weight, the training at the at the camp, and everything. A Three thousand—that feels like a slap in the face. It's pathetic.
0: Do you understand? It is, it is, and, and like man, it's I'm not saying nothing bad, but like over here, you fight, you fight, you fight Muay Thai show. Okay, I going to say something to you. See Muay Thai. Everybody say the big gloves, everything, but Muay Thai is the most dangerous sport, combat sport you could ever come across. It's Muay Thai. It's multiple weapons you can use it. Okay, MMA you can get the abuse. You can take this person down, in Army and try to hold him on the ground or even go to the cage and everything. And then you go fight Muay Thai get get too much abuse, Muay Thai, you get punched, you get Airbus 24-7, you know, hold my Muay Thai fights, to them, big cut on my head, big cut everywhere. And it's like, man, the best pay check, you're not even a guy like it. If if you know, like, great fighter, international fighter, come over here and that, but you got you got even an offer to fight for 300 euros, 400 euros.
1: I mean, I know that you may laugh about this and some people may laugh about this, but, you know, you look at, again, you look at the fight, what you go through in the cage and some fighters have come off of, you know, they've lost the fight and, or they've won, but at the end of the fight, at the end of the competition, they've sustained some serious injuries, especially to their head. And as you get older, even after retirement, those injuries are still there. And as you get older, they start to to um, show themselves, to start to surface as, or dementia, or memory issues, things such as those, you know. So, I mean, well, I don't know what to say. I mean, the UFC, they're notorious. Dana White's notorious, is notorious for um, paying his fighters badly. The exceptions, of course, would be McGregor and uh, Jones and a few others. But he's notorious for paying his fighters so poorly.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, um, Uh I don't know if you guys uh, have a look on um I think as that is on YouTube, you see the contender series, then White's contender series, okay? Yeah. So the White was talking about De La Hoya, the boxing guy who's made it his MMA promotion. Okay. So Dana White would say, You think you're not pay out guys enough? You're not paying this, you're not paying that. And then Dana White just literally went to true hold the paychecks that they gave to the fighters from De La Jolla show, the guy got the most high paid was three thousand dollars. Yeah, and then you know, I said, "Oh, we pay three times more to one fight, whatever." So it's like you start from some, somewhere to get somewhere. As I said, like oh, over over here, over here, thanks, like, thanks to God, I have too many people who looks after me. And too many people who's helping me. And also I look too much into my health because like as I said, I'm 21 years old. I don't want to die alone. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get brain injury. I don't wanna go forget about the people who I love the whole time in life. I go check my brain every six months. Every six months I go there, I go so scared. I don't want to lie to you guys, I go scared. I actually pray to God every single day, even the day before I can't sleep to go to get an MRI and everything, to see if everything's okay to so I me, mean, continue the sport, continue to do what I do, because, like, out of there, you see 80% of the fighters, Muay Thai fighters, or MMA, even MMA fighters, boxers, boxers, the boxers as well, they don't do it. They don't go, try to check, if everything's okay to continue. I do myself, because, like, when you get one punch on the brain, and the head, and the face, your brain is the one who's got the damage. Your face can be clear, but inside you don't know how it's going on or what is going on with you, you know? So it's, it's, it's for me, for me, as I said, if you kind of ask any, any guy there, out of there, if they say to you, I'm hopping off now, I doing this and that, they are not, they are not because we still, we still, pay for the costs out of our pocket. You know what I mean? Like, I still, you still try to get a decent pay to go fight out of there. Like, I even had when my manager said some, some guy, I asked her to fight, he's going to fight out of the country and his paychecks are going to be 3,000 euro and he think it's great. It is not great.
1: Because
0: uh, uh, uh. it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, not, you see promotion. say, oh, it's too hard for us. We can't do this because we don't have the support. We need to do this. We need to pay the. It's our cost. It's our cost. Don't get me wrong. It's our cost. It's cost a lot. Some promotion said you need to sell tickets to make a little bit more money. You need to do this to get a little bit more money. Yeah, but look, I can't be honest with you. If it was about the money right now, I don't think this sports would last long yeah yeah, yeah i can
2: see especially where i was at cage legacy they had no crowd if no nothing and then like you look at the ufc they have like the crowds they have the big pay-per-views you can see like i don't know what the finances would be for an irish irish promotion but i don't know how many they'd fit in but i could see that th- there is cost obviously and that the irish promotions Irish MMA seems to be booming now, so hopefully it'll get better and better. We'll have more shows. But it does seem like there seems to be an awful lot of cost and effort getting people in there, getting people to do the pay-per-view. So I don't know what way they are, but there there is a lot of cost for them, but I don't know. So I don't know what way they, they work it out to pay the fighters, but hopefully it
0: will improve. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we expected, though. It's like we're expecting... We're expecting, say... I, I said, like the way I said. Okay, so like I don't know. One day, one day, I kind of get a opportunity to say, "Look, John, this is how much you're gonna pay." Yes, put some smile on your face because, like, you, you're gonna get something there. But like, like as I said, no too many people on that visa and I am right now. And and then I'm telling you, I'm one of the most excited fight in this country. I'm not. I'm not mean that. I like. That's what I hear from people saying. And there's the best, the best pound for pound in the country. There's the best seven, seven, eight kilos or whatever fighters in the country. And we still need to work hard because we need to speak it. We need to promote on the fight. We need to do this to everybody make a little bit, to everybody continue. Because if, if it do not do it, you don't get enough. You just get what you're signing for. You're just gonna get, and then you're gonna continue. And I like my coach. Like, thanks God, my coach helps me a lot with sponsors. All my sponsors I have behind me. They have helped me a lot. Because as I said, like, it's so many fighters there. Like, they need responses. sponsors to keep continuing the dream. Like an army. The dream. The dream of them is just be where they want to be, and and then. Like, if you want to be an ex-McGregor in the world, you need to put on the work, you need to smash it, and then also you need to talk. You need to get that attention. You need the media to go with you because people say, oh, McGregor's this, McGregor's that, but, like, at the end of the day, that dude have this smartest of people are ever behind him. The dude was smart. The dude now is one of the m- most well-paid in the in the world. You know, because he's made the, he made his name, put on the work, open his mouth, and look, who's going to be the next McGregor? We don't know, but I'm sure 100% the Lord out of there try to be the same as him. You know, so it's what we do. It's like too many people just thinking just to be there, standing there, bang each other's head, and it's a lot involved to be on this. There's a lot involved. A lot, a lot involved, especially, like, whoever have a family into this and leave the family and go travel and stay away from the family for two or three months and, you know, back home and spend a month with the family and then go again. So it's, it's a lot involved in this. It's, a, it's It's a lot involved that money can't pay, you know what I mean? So...
1: David. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Do you want me to go?
2: Or yeah. Should, should, should. No, yeah. Um I oh sorry, just want me to go ahead, yeah?
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Right. Um I noticed in uh, junior your camp for Andreas, you actually went over to Sweden to train um with Kamza Tamaev in the same gym, yes? Would I be correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah we're there. Um it was great though, it was amazing because people were people were saying like, Oh my god, he went in there to land Westland Westland or oh, in 20 days, you're not going to land in the Westland. It doesn't matter war, you know. Yeah. So basically, went in there just to get in the zone of the fight because that's how I do. I got away from my comfort zone because I was so comfortable here. I was so comfortable. I was getting close to the fight. I was very comfortable. I was even I don't have that feeling like I had the fights coming up, very great fights coming up. And then my coach said, okay, we're going to send you to Sweden. And then I said, "Like okay, I don't mind I go. So. It's very funny when I got there the first time, the The coach, Andreas, the general, we call him, he's came to me. He's like, how was the trip? I was like, yeah, it was amazing. It'll be He's like, I'm not going to do anything today. You're going to do, you back training tomorrow. I was like, okay. Then I got back, was chill. And then the next day I got in there, they said like, oh, it's just physically training. I was like, okay. And I'm telling you, I trained a lot, but they just destroyed me. I was like, Dude, it's as I said. You think we are thinking we are in the top level, but we are actually not, you know. And then I got the training done, come home, and the, come back to the hotel. The first thing I did was call my coach. I said, "Coach, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my body. The only thing I can do is just hold the phone. I can't do nothing about of that." He's like, "Oh, you know what, John? You need to show that you won't be there." That's what you're asking for, because I'm always try. I'm I'm never good enough. You get what I'm saying. So if I do five rounds on the pads, I want to do one extra one just to feel uncomfortable with myself, you know. And then I, on Monday, got in there and then we were training. And then Tuesday was my first sparring session over there, and the, the first guy I sparring was myself and Kanza, you know. And and then he just. We just boxed, they had each other, you know what I mean? It was, just, it was just amazing. And and then, um like, after that, they just continued me with somebody else, and then I turned to Mark from England, and then some PFL guy there, and then I come back to the hotel, I ran my coach, and it's like, Coach, look, I'm telling you something, 0 to 10, I'm at 1.2. I need more, I want more. I'm not going to get back home, I'm going to stay here. And then he said to me like, "What's what? What's wrong?" It's like I got my, I got my ass kicked to here. Sorry, my language. And those guys, you know. And then he's like, "Okay, so you're gonna stay there?" I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay here. I'm back on the fight week." So and then I staying there, and then what well, was amazing, you know. And on my point of view, guys, I can tell you something: Camus was gonna be the next champion. I, I don't going to quit what I'm saying because I was, I was there. I was watching that guy training and the mentality he have in, like on training, it's unbelievable. it the guy, the guy just talk with you when the training is over, you know? And every time I was there, he's like brother, let's go. I was like, yeah, let's go. And we were just in there like training. And every time I was just, and it's like, oh my God, like, what are you doing here, you know? And then he's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, let's do it, let's do it. And it wasn't the guy who came to me and said, doesn't matter how the fight's going to end, what's matter as you perform, I said, the way you're going to fight. If you're happy the way you fight, that's what's matter. They said, oh, one day it's going to be the memory. They said, how oh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be in the people's head. So... Since since and that, that moment I had from him as the guy who didn't have it do, doesn't have a loss in his career, um I was like, wow, you know, it's it's the mentality they put on it. It's unbelievable. Then I got out of here after the show, after the fight, the first thing I did his coach texted me and said uh, how did the fight win, and then I explained to him, he's like, look, just forget about it and get back to work. And then Monday, I was already training, you know. So fix the mistake and back to work, forget about that. This is in the past already. That's the way they think over there. That's the way they training over there. And and then I love it. And the coach wants me to come back again, so I'll definitely be back in there again, training with them, you know. So that's what's matter for me. Uh, you know,
1: you talked about the uh. Well, my next question really was going to be, I mean, given how, how far you've come now in your fight career, um, if you're given the opportunity, the options, which of the big promoters would you join? Would you sign up? Uh, sign to join?
0: I tell you somewhat okay, right now, it's uh, it's it like oh, it's it's it's. Let's there's loads and loads and uh, loads of promotion out of there. It's actually going to be this is really good. So Brave, example, Brave is this big promotion getting now starts to get where they want to be. Bellator is the number two in the world. Wifs is the number one in the world. For I don't know. I, I'd i say between all of them, I would love to fight for Cage Juarez. Okay, I would love fight for them because, as I said, if you see the quality of the guys they put on, is the guys who just go there? It's like take everything out of me, you know. The guys just they they put proper fight on. They are just guys who love the fights, love like doesn't somara. It's like now for for the new generation here in islands, they got like loads of good fighters there, but. I would I would love I would love to fight for cage wires. I would love to do just just uh I don't know. It's just because everybody thinking they, they they not everybody thinking, but they say like they're the next thought to be in the FC, you know, so everybody who fights there goes to UFC, this and that. So I think that's what's making more excited to people coming in and put on the fight, put on the show. I think for me, I even spoke to my coach, I said, could we even try to get a fight there with them? Because there's not some good scrap like the guys just it's like the same fight style they put with Andreas, you know. It's like you need to turn it off my brain to to drop me down, you know. So I would love to do that.
1: As you know, I was saying to David the other day that um, a lot of the other fight promoters outside of the UFC, Bellator, ONE Championship, Cage Warriors, PFL. Yeah, they have, some re- they have some really, really good fighters, really good fighters, and they host they host some really good events. What annoys mm-hmm. me is that they don't get the rec- recognition, you know. And uh, if the UFC puts on even a really, a really puts on a, a card, any card, and it's not that entertaining or that stuck or that stacked. People will still tune in and people will still pay the pay per view money or the seat money in the, whichever venue if they're allowed to go in that they'll still pay to watch the UFC event like it's no one's business. And you know, if it's you know, I, the point I'm making is that the company still gets away with that all the time, and the fighters still, even if they it's not an entertaining card, they still get that exposure in um, in the media. But better so, PFL one championship, cage warriors that doesn't necessarily happen. Then the event will be good, but the that exposure, that recognition, they rarely and barely ever get that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I get <clears throat> I get I get what do you say, I say Because like let's see um uh what I can say and um the guy uh, <clears throat> this guy I met in there and um, I met him there in Sweden. He's actually from Bulgaria. I uh, even they go there. They ask me to call over there for training camp with them. I will probably go there next month, training with them. So um, those guys, he is some record, right? So, but he came from Sambo, and and then his manager are trying very, very hard to put him in the, like a big show out of there, like, and and then everybody saying no. And the guy is 10 wins, only one loss.
1: 10 wins and just one loss?
0: 10 wins and one loss. And then everybody kept saying no to him. Bellator said no to him. And even the Sea kept trying. And I said, like, he need another two, three wins strict to get him where he wants to be. Um, and then the, the, his manager, are trying to get him into cage wires as well. So it's it's just kinda like he, he just don't know what to do. And then he even mentioned about three or four times that it's like oh, I I don't think I even want to do this anymore because it's like for him, actually get a certain time in his life right now, he just he says like what's the point? I I would prefer to do another three fights in a big organization and ended up my career than just be fighting for fighting.
2: Yeah. That's strange that they won't yeah. take them. Do you think lately, in, with the likes of UFC and Bellator, it's not about fighting so much anymore. It's about like what you were saying, about marketing and talking. If you're not that talker, you're not that person, you're not getting there, which, right. which is wrong, which is wrong because it should be based on your ability to fight. Okay, if you have them, great, but it should be the best against the best.
0: My, my mention of him, my mention after that, I, I had that comment. Was, it was like, man, maybe you managed to do something wrong. You know, maybe. it's like maybe you should strike somebody to work with because, dude, like, I mean, you national, three time national sambo, like champion in Bulgarian, and you have like a 10 wins, one loss in MMA, and you've been all over the place, so... I don't know. It's something's wrong. It's something, something you manage to do wrong, or something you guys need to be doing. And he's like, "Oh, but also I haven't been fighting for the last two, three years." Something that he said. I was like, "Maybe I just need to get one more win, and then maybe show the work, and then somebody gonna take you." Because, like, like, as I said, okay, so my coach after after my last fight. I got the fly knee, and then I put the the performance I did for my last fight. Okay, my coach just the only thing he did is just flat out, flat out, and people like, look, we have this for him in December. We have this for oh, look, let's keep in touch. We have something for him. If we don't have him in December, we have him next year. It's it's kind of like like as I said, this even this matchmaker was we'll talking with my coach and he said, look, he's actually is very excited to watch. You know, even if John said the, the same night to my coach, he, he should push him hard for something big because people would love to watch him. So it's, it's as you said, it's not about the win anymore. It's not about this. It's just about what you put on the table to be, oh, and, and, and case to people to watch. You know, if he, if you say right now, okay, um, to see Adesanya, okay, he he fought for for the belt against the Polish guy, and then the performance wasn't the same, but he still put on the fight, and then he went to straight away fought against the Italian guy. People still excited to watch him. Doesn't matter what happened. Fight, but people are still excited to watch the guy because the guy is excited to fight. You get what I'm yeah. saying?
2: Yeah, it's, it's like... Oh, sorry,
0: go ahead. It's it's what people looking for now. You know mm. what I mean? People look for in, entertainment in the fight. People looking like like wow, you know it's 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 my you know it's my point of view anyway. So
2: yeah, like Cowboy Cerrone or someone like them in the UFC, win or lose. You just love to see them get out there because, like I've I've looked to a lot of your fights. Some I can't find, but for what I'm seeing, like like jeez, like they're all fun. They're, they're all you're like right. Yeah. I'm gonna sit down and watch this for a few minutes. Watch you throw some elbows, some knees. Like you've got killer elbows, man. I I just don't have to say that you've got <laughs> killer elbows.
0: Those those those. And then I tell you, I didn't use to, I didn't use to to use too much elbows because. Muay Thai is a class, you know, it's like three different classes, like A, B, and C. So only like a class is the only one you can use there. With. So, okay. and then when I started, I did the C classes. I, I didn't use them too much. And then comes big class with a little bit more like long rounds and stuff and the scores different. When it comes it's like, look, like, let's do full rooms. Let's for A class. Let's start to let the, the airballs flow. And it's airbus is crazy because come from the middle. You, like you can't expect. You don't see. It just come. and it connects and when it connects, it's connected. You know what I mean? It's it's like uh, I I I love to use my airballs. It's like I don't I don't mind about kicks so I just want to like elbows and when i connect to my knees on come and go if you get too close my elbow's gonna gonna fly it doesn't matter what i just throw because i know they're gonna go if they don't hurt you, don't hurt you i still score because too many people scared of elbows you know so it's 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 amazing thing it's just muay thai thing is it's amazing you know my muay thai coach says a lot those elbows i think are boring with you especially the spinning ones, spinning elbows is... I love to connect to them every single time. Even sometimes I force my opponents to run into the way I like today to run, so I mean to throw my spinning elbows. So it's all about the moments and time. So I love them.
1: Uh, Anything else you want to ask, David.
2: Yeah, have you no more questions? I know I just, I have one more question for him, but if you want to go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I think um, he's kind of answered everything. <laughs> yes, to, it's been
2: a very good interview. I've I've really yeah, enjoyed yeah, this.
1: Yeah, of course, very insightful too.
2: Yeah, um, I have one question. December, are we going to see you in December?
0: That's it. <clears throat> That's why I'm pray God for you know. Uh, uh, my coach, uh, we we sit down. After straight away after, after the fight, Andreas, and then he's asking me, when you want to come back? I said, December. He's like, what? I like, end yeah, December. And then he's like, Jan, I was like, no, I want to fight in December again. And then he's like, look at Jan. And I was like, coach, look, give me a fight in December. And I want to do it. So uh, we have we have, uh, have two organizations. They actually, um, I try for the next two shows. Next few shows coming: Clan Wars and Cage Conflict. It's it's, but we're not sure yet that Clan Wars is gonna happen. Um, Cage Conflict is is gonna another good show. We have in mind as well, and then we reach something big as well. But but maybe happen the next year. Um, so they they actually it's a very interesting to to us to work together. Um, I just I'm, I just want. I don't care what organization I'm going to fight. I just want to do one fight in December because I as I said to you, I just I just want to fix the mistake I made in the last fight. You know, so I think if if I'm not fighting in December, I don't going to be okay with myself. I just want to get back in there and show because like we had a plan for the last fight and then I followed the plans till the moment that the emotion just hit me up and then everything just went out of windows, you know, and, and then I want, I want to actually put on my brand because it's, it's, you need to be smart to be there. It's all about moments and moments and moments and moments. And, and then I think if I not go in there, put that moment to work, I don't think this is going to work in my future fights. So... I'm in the gym now. I'm training a lot now. I'm just working the same thing. The game plan for anybody else, is going to be still the same because we. it's just about me. I train and thinking about me and training what I'm going to do, what I have to do to win the fight. And about my opponents, I don't, don't really care what they have or what they like to do. I just want to be in there. I just fix what I made it, the mistake I made it, and and hopefully hopefully December we get something, you
2: know. Hopefully. It'll be good to see it because I'm actually looking, i gonna I think we'll have to go quickly, but um we've got you've got IRU in November, that's probably too soon. You've got Cage Conflict, which is the fourth. Clan Wars, like you said, are planning another one due to popular demand after the last show. Also, yeah. anyone who wants to see Jan's last fight in his last show in Clan Wars, you can actually get it from their page. They have it on demand for six pound, which for Night of fights but Jan's fight alone was worth it, but there was 10 finishes out of 12 fights on that card. So if anyone wants to get that, head over to Clan Wars. And Clay Cage Legacy, you're also talking about December. So you could have four options, Jan.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As I said, like uh, uh whatever comes off good thing <clears throat> to be there, you know. It's it's as I said, we just it, it just needed something interesting to be to be in because it's like it's like man like like it doesn't matter how the last fights happened uh, ended up sorry, but it's the great great thing about this is about how people still feel about that my last fight you know I, I get loads of message every single day. people from me don't know man like I can't wait to see you when you fight again, man I can't you know it's just like what we put out of there. People still want to see me fight, and then from the promotions wants to see me fight. Promotions offer great things to me fighting, so it's like it's gonna be something good for the next one. I, I'm I'm i feeling that. I'm feeling that, and I think that's that's why I got back to work so soon because it's like I I can't I like I because to do with COVID I spent two years almost two years with a fight and wasn't any good for me you know what me. like I mean like I was just keeping training like as I have fought and then now COVID is getting better and situation's getting better so it's 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 amazing just him busy you know. Uh,
1: Clan yeah, Wars, and I know I said that I didn't have any war questions or anything that left to add but I watched your fight at Clan Wars 41 that flying knee <laughs> when well, it just came out of nowhere I can only imagine the source of messages people giving you after that fight. Of course, it was, okay, you guys were both standing and going back and forth. Then suddenly, like, bang, and it's all over.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't know if you guys seen that. I was practicing that knee on Thursday. Were you? <laughs> I was practicing that knee on Thursday. And my coach was holding pads and saying, that's what's going to do it. If he's going overhand, you're going to shoot. If he's shooting double leg or single leg, you're going to throw that knee. And then one of my teammates was recorded. And then I look at him and say, this is the one I'm going to knock him out. No way. And my coach is looking at me. Are you sure? I was like yeah, this is what's going to happen. And then after the show we were just waiting for him to film a little bit better, you know, and I, when we had the feedback, he was okay. Nothing's happened. Nothing serious happening with him. It was okay. Then I put the two videos together on the, my Instagram. On Thursday night, I'm practicing practice on the knees and the Friday night, the same knee, I got home. Wow, it was an amazing knockout. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: my thing, my thing,
0: the my thing is, we were training Thursday I was doing my last part session to kill the the last few kgs I have to fight against Andreas I said to my coach my air was going to open the door to knock him out and the spinning air was just keeping going but as I decided the kid was tough the kid was, it was something special all you know I mean? credit so, to him Without mm-hmm. credit to him and then as I like as I said you know it's 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 the same, it's the same. I think I ever at least know this. If you're feeling like this is gonna work, this is gonna work. Just get, I my boxing coach will leave me here in the back, do the same thing for one hour and a half. Every day. You think this is gonna catch him? Yes, sir. Okay, go. Every single bad details that was put on, he's like back again, you did it wrong, back again you did it wrong for one hour and a half. We just warm up in the pads and then go to the bag, work the same thing over and over again. So that's that's basically how my training camp is going. about it. Just do the same thing over and over again. So it's working. So I love to do that. You know? <laughs> you
1: see, it's it's knockouts and moves like that when you see them in the sport, at least for me, that's what got me into the sport, as well as my first kickboxing session. But when you see stuff like that, I mean not just flying knees or spinning elbows, but there are certain injuries that certain fighters are very unfortunate to sustain, like when a leg kick gets checked so well that the, the opponent, through the, the kick, their own leg gets broken. And you see just how limp and it, it looks shocking. God, the bone in there is that fragile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I going to tell you
0: something. Try this, try this. Every single session, you go, stop on the front, like whatever, if you're doing part work, or if you're doing like a, you go, we go, one for one combination. But every single session, every single session, every single session, you finish, stop on the back, do 100 kicks each leg. Mm. Then you go home. And then you touching your leg, you're feeling the pain. You're feeling like, oh my God. But if you're doing this, three, really four days in a row. After that, you're not going to feel anything anymore. And for my last fight, I was just practicing every time most elbows on the pad work, on the bag. Everything was just elbow. And when the, the first round's over, my coach came to me, my striking coach came to me and said, the low kick is working. And my low kicks keep keep going. couldn't keep going the low kicks against the first because I wasn't practicing that all the time. That wasn't my brain. My brain was just working hands and elbows, hands and elbows all the time, and then I wasn't thinking about the leg kick. It, it, it's just like like I say every day there. Like I, I, I run them classes there for like for beginners and stuff, and then they keep looking at me, John. Why are we doing this again? And I was like, I keep doing one day. We really say like, I actually this is work because my dad told me. My dad just all the time in the cup where I think my dad was made me whole class doing the same thing over and over again to get the way he wants to be, not the way I want to because I thought I was doing right. But he said no. So it's any martial arts or any any kind of sports. Like I think if you keep doing the same thing, don't try to do anything new. You just, it's just kind of like, just work. Every single of my fights, my entire fights, you see. you're not going to be at without one spinning elbows. You're going to see lots of spinning elbows because I do a lot. I do in training. I do not any single time. It's because the only thing I train, you know? So. Uh, great. For ls
1: <laughs> David, anything else you want to add?
2: No, just that. I'd like to thank, uh, thank him yeah. for taking this interview. Yeah. This is our only second interview kind of with someone. So yeah, we'd like to thank you very much for coming on. I have been following you for a while, obviously you've noticed that. Um thank you so much. And today's been very good,
0: it's been very insightful. Um hey, you guys, no, no, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome because <clears throat> in the end of the day, like what are you guys doing? It's amazing, you know. You, you guys you guys just put uh, put things out of there, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a pro or you feel if you're amateur, you guys are doing great. Like I keep on following you guys in there. And it's it's it's, it's insane. It's insane, you know what I mean? It's insane because in the end of the day, what you guys try to do is just try to expose, like, our sport out of there, knowing the bad things, just the good things, you know? And and so, like, for me, it's what I appreciate. Like, I appreciate a lot. You guys try to do things to making people be interested and better, coming to watch us or talking about us. It, it, it's it's, a, it's another level, you know? You know, guys, it being. Be looking for people, not just looking for people who was already there. You guys are looking for everybody actually watching the the video, the interview he did it to you. Maga is an awesome guy. Met him once, and I love I love it. I, lo- I love the interview. You know, it's just it's it's just that kind of, like different personalities in this sport is all becoming one person. Like you know what I mean? Like loads of different from everywhere all over the world. As very interesting when he said about the thing about Kabib. Like I had that before because I asked it and you now I asked it one of the guys and then he's actually said exactly the same. He wants to be like Khabib. No, it's not about it's it's a thing that's become from them as a culture and stuff. And like don't get me wrong, guys, I, I watch everything, everything involved. Like if you guys interview somebody who starting me now, I like to watch it just to listen what they want to say, what they think about the sport. I think that's what's we bring out together. You know what I mean? So you guys guys doing great, it's doing great, then get out of there, man, it's it's amazing, you know, like and now you guys know that like what what we what we do to be there, you know what I mean? Like it's not just me. Whoever say to you, oh no, this guy is talking garbage or oh, this guy don't talk the truth. They they know I'm telling the truth, you know what I mean? This is more about like the passion we have for this than about money, especially now you're visiting. you know what I mean? So it's 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 what it is, anyway. So yeah, thank you very much. Ike do you have thank anything
1: you. to add? No, just no. uh I'm very grateful for taking the time out to come on and let us speak to you and ask you some questions about yourself and the sport and especially your backstory about how and how you came about you know getting into the sport I know um I'm very grateful as is David because I know that many um people involved in the sport are really busy so um the way the sport moves you you're always busy doing something whether it's in talks to the manager agent or new sponsor you know so I know there's always something going on
0: yeah no no it's it's great but now it's amazing, man. Amazing. And just like as I said, like you guys keeping doing what you guys doing, I'm sure hundred percent. You know, like people be watching there and then every single person gonna take something out of there. You know what I mean? People gonna take something and bring to them future or bring to them career. And uh, it's it's what well, it is. It's it's, it's like man, uh, I I even like one day if I meet you somewhere i don't know you but just the fact you like the sport i can't even ask you who do you think is gonna win you know and then you say this guy gonna win because of this if you go to the next person i actually go say man i think that guy gonna win because this dude said something like this you know <laughs> so it's it's like you learn you learn you learn you learn every day you know this is what this mma is better every single day you learn it's not about to hit people get hurt. it's about it's just about the discipline learning, you know, about what you guys think about the sport, what the different person think about the sport. Oh, no, this guy making this. Oh, no, that guy doing that. It's different opinions. With it. I was going to become one in, one in the end of the day. You know, so it's it's great. All well, right. Yeah, uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. So
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: Awesome, guys. Enjoy, have a good week.
2: I will see you at an event soon, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I I will see you. you. It looks white. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Uh, No, you definitely... You you, you didn't make it the last one because you have your kids or something like that? Yeah,
2: I had my... my, It was my son's birthday. But the event finished so quickly, I could have been back in time because I was thinking that was going to go on to eight or nine. And then um, I seen... It ended like six o'clock or something. I said, I could have got back for half seven, eight o'clock for the party, but I didn't know that at the time. And it's, I, it's about a two hour drive. So,
0: yeah, uh, it's look. okay. Uh, we're definitely going to hit up and some show. loads of shows coming up, uh, even the Muay Thai shows coming up in the end as well. Now, there and the end of the year. So, uh, we're going to meet up for sure, 100%.
2: Perfect. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks so much, Thank guys. You, John.
1: Thank you. you Take care.